Gen's ears are not the oldest But we've got some more souls in us And we've got some things to say So we'd appreciate if you listened Let's have a hard conversation On Gender Z Welcome to Gender Z, I'm Bren Bartol And I'm Michelle Leong and today we have a very special guest. Will you please introduce yourself and tell us your pronouns? Uh, my name is Alex and I use they, them pronouns. Yay. Um, today we are going to be discussing with Alex their experience growing up Mormon and being trans. So I guess when did you kind of figure out that you were trans and how do you think that was either impacted by your religion or how it then impacted you further through your religion so i realized i was trans um around the around december of my sophomore year of high school and i uh, it was definitely i feel like a lot harder for me to realize that i was trans and accept the fact that um because for a long time i was kind of like yeah i'm trans but i'm a lot more feminine aligned i felt like and i I think that was a largely due to the fact that like um growing up mormon it's a very um a very gendered religion uh in that like i would from age 12 i went to young women's and until 18 and things like that and only really interacted with young women's and everything's very you are a girl <laughs> so when that's not necessarily true um i feel like that was a bit harder it didn't by that time i had already kind of mentally separated myself from the church um as i've now actually left um mormonism and by then i had found out i was uh realized i was gay about a year earlier and um because of that was kind of like well i guess i i don't like this anymore um screw all this and yeah so that's kind of um how that was initially i feel like impacted in that like i had although i had already separated myself that is something that's something i dealt with for the next few years until i was able to leave and stop going is that i was constantly i was in young women's i was you know constantly viewed as a girl and it obviously was also very much not a safe environment for me to come out or even dare say that i was anything but a girl um yeah so i know that um you came out more publicly recently on your instagram and from knowing you in previous years i know that at school we were very specific about who we we're talking about it around because we didn't want to out you. So sort of what brought you to the place where you felt comfortable? Like, yeah, I'm okay for all my friends and family who didn't know previously to see this on my Instagram. Um, Moving out, honestly, I had wanted to for years. I mean, like you said, I was largely publicly out in the space circles I ran in, um, in theater and in school um, and had been since really I realized that I was trans and started um, and when I eventually because I didn't immediately start using different pronouns or and it took a little even longer for me to decide to change my name but I was out in those circles 
But finally, I mean, I moved out last year. I've been living away from home. I figured that no matter the reaction, um, there wasn't a whole lot they could do that could impact me in like significant ways, um, like financially or things like that. As I have my own job, I pay rent myself, things like that. That is all me. <laughs> um, and so I had been kind of wanting to for a few months at that point because I was kind of just sick of like living in uh, in my life right now in which I only interact with a very small handful of people, all of whom obviously know I'm trans and are okay with that and living this and fully just living that life now. And then suddenly there's this other half of my life in which whenever my family calls me, suddenly I'm my dead name again and they're using she, her, and I'm their daughter and I'm their sister. And I was just kind of sick of dealing with that. Um, so I had originally just stopped myself from impulsively coming out one night, had set a date, and I was like, by this date, um, this date I'm going to come out. I'm going to wait until then, no matter how much I want to, I'm going to come out. Um, that changed. I actually ended up coming out impulsively 10 days earlier. <laughs> but yeah did you did you get any like phone calls after your family saw the post so I actually my parents specifically I um sent them a kind of letter type text message of sorts that uh there was more stuff in there than just me being trans um that I felt the need to finally tell them that I kind of been hiding for the last many years of my life um and but in that I specifically stated that I was not okay and would not accept any phone calls from them um just due to the way I work I don't handle phone calls often very well especially phone calls like that and any like verbal communication I tend to freeze up and I forget how to speak I forget what words are um and I don't get the point I want to get out so I was like I will I am only willing to communicate about this over text. I am not willing to, if ever in person, to communicate about it in person. I am not willing to communicate about this over phone calls. Um, and luckily, my parents did respect that, um, that at least they didn't try and call me. Um, so that was good. So I didn't, luckily. But that's because I specifically set that boundary of do not call me. I do not want to be called. How, how have they maybe just your parents and sort of your family in general respected the fact that you have now come out? Um, they ended up, they've ended up being uh, better about this than I expected based on their original um, reaction. Most of my family, like my extended family, I'm not sure if they're just electing, like, if they just haven't seen the posts or what, because I'm not near any family right now. Um, but none of them really interacted with that. I didn't hear from anyone. I know my grandparents were in town with my family when I came out, so, like, presumably they all know, because <laughs> turns out I accidentally came out while they were at dinner together. <laughs> but, um... No one's really acknowledged it beyond, like, one of my grandmas messaged me and was like, I love you. Um, I'm not her first grandchild to come out as trans, though, so I wasn't that shocking, I think. Um, but with my parents specifically, originally it was not a good reaction. Um, it was a lot of um, telling me, basically, that I had been hiding myself from them for the last few years and that I was making them out to be bigots that they weren't. 
um, in their words, and that I was actually bigoted for assuming that they would not accept me about, like, eight or nine very, very long text messages like that I got from them, um, one of which included my dad basically being like, you'll always be my uh, dead name, you'll always be my daughter, and I'm like, okay, I can't tell if this is support or just transphobia, and I got something kind of similar from my sister as presumably um, they were all at dinner, so I think my parents were probably talking about the fact that they got this kind of surprising message from their child. Um, my sister basically, like, um, addressing some of the other things I had said in that message that aren't relevant to this, um, but then also being like, you're my big sister and you always will be JK, JK, I'm just being annoying, and I was like, okay. Um, but after that, like, a few days after that, I'm not quite sure what changed, but they decided to start, um, using my using uh my correct name and they've made some little attempts it seems like when i've been on phone calls to try and not refer to me with gendered terms um and like have specifically asked okay well for like nicknames can i use these um given you probably don't want me using these anymore and things like that uh so i ended up turning out with them to be a lot more than i was originally expected expecting based on the fact that they're, I had been expecting bad and their original reaction was almost worse than what I was expecting. That's horrible. And this, I think that a lot of times we've talked to people who have had supportive families, and I love that they have supportive families, um, but we haven't really highlighted people who sometimes don't get that. And I think that it's important that we acknowledge that because there's a lot of people who don't get that. I know that, so correct me if I'm wrong, you're going to college next fall, right? Yes, I will be going to college next fall. How do you anticipate that will go based on where it is and who you are <laughs> I'm honestly not sure um I the college I will be attending specifically although the state I will be in as I will be moving to Utah and attending college in Utah um although the state itself is a little horrific when it comes to things like that um the college I'm going to specifically tends to be one of the more progressive, if not most progressive spaces in that whole state, um, as well as it's also located in Salt Lake City, which Salt Lake City itself is a pretty, I mean, it's a city and cities tend to be pretty progressive. And that is reflected in Salt Lake City as well, despite um, where it is. And so I'm not sure, but I, I think it'll be like colleges tend to be about it, um, as that is at least what the college I'll be attending to ha uh, attending has put forward as kind of their image and what I've also heard reflected in um, a lot of uh, from people I know who've gone there um, or even just before I was like I'm not Mormon my family's concerns about me going there <laughs> um, it's definitely one of the more diverse uh, areas in that state so I think it's probably going to be fine luckily um yeah 
so I know you like talked a little bit about like your family and just kind of their reaction and like perspective um so like what about like your friends because I know Bren uh mentioned that only some of your friends knew that you had you know were transgender and like not everyone knew so how do you think like other like friends felt that I'm not sure honestly most of my actual friends did know um the only like people who I might consider friends who didn't necessarily know um were people I knew in the past from church and most of those people already knew I was gay um but where I was coming from is also a place where like I know some of those people were kind of accepting of that but I have had in the past people who were okay with me being gay but when I was kind of like yeah I think I'm trans I think I'm non-binary we're kind of like that's kind of crossing a line for me um I've been lucky in that I largely haven't had that reaction uh bad reactions and I think some of that does come from the fact that in realizing I was gay I was I kind of very quickly cut down um my friends and was only really friends with people who I knew was accepting at the time and then was lucky enough to move to a place that was more accepting largely than where I had been living previously um and so there wasn't a whole lot um I did have a better reaction from people I knew from church than I was expecting I had multiple people who were like full-grown adults who um had either been my leaders or knew me in some capacity who had messaged me being like I just want you to know that we love you and we accept you and um, we care about you a lot. And I'm so glad that like, this must've been a really hard thing for you to do. I know how the culture can be at church around this and we're really proud of you for coming out and being yourself. Um, We're here if you need anything. And that was really surprising. I wasn't expecting that from some of the people that I got a large amount of support from. So this is more of a silly question, but am I still baby trans? I mean, to be your baby, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> so I, I met Alex my freshman year of high school, and I just remember in the middle of the year, <laughs> Alex and our friend Owen were talking, we were kind of talking collectively as a group, and Owen goes, how old are you? And I <laughs> I go, 14. He goes, oh my god, you're a child. <laughs> you are. I'm turning 19 in less than two weeks, and you, you're you're baby. <laughs> that's, that's going to keep up for quite a while. <laughs> you are baby. Yeah, I also remember just, like, probably one of the first days in tech, since we were the tech theater kids, I just heard you talking to another one of our friends, like, we need more gay people in the theater. And I remember just backtracking and going, I'm gay. (laughs) It was quite a way to introduce myself. (laughs) I remember you walking, and I remember the first time seeing you and being like, that kid's queer. That kid (laughs) is a child, and they're mine now. Um, (laughs) I was like, I if there's one kid out of these new kids who's queer, it's that one right there, and they're my child, whether they know it or not yet. I mean, you were totally right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alex, I, I, it is fun being in a community where you are baby trans because it means you have older trans to tell you when you've done wrong, and Alex has had some experience in this, this, um, 
this department. <laughs> that I sure do. <laughs> Don't bind while you sleep. That's Don't. It's a dumb idea, and I'll yell at you. Yeah, Alex <laughs> will find you and yell at you. <laughs> that was an interesting day. <laughs> Um, but talking about high school, how do you think that sort of if you were out, how do you think your teachers would react? And maybe if you want to, you can talk about our our dear old friend, our former <laughs> teacher, Mr. <Price. laughs> um. So, yeah, because I could only be out to a very, it was I, not even some of the people in the drama department. Um, I was willing to be out to. It was very much like anyone who got to know me knew there were certain rules of in these situations, you cannot call me Alex. You cannot like try to avoid using they, them um, pronouns for me because these people are not safe for me to be out with the two. Either they themselves were Mormon or they were friends with my family or both, typically both. Um, and so for that same reason, outside of the theater, I wasn't really out to anyone who knew me. Um, none of my teachers I was out to. Um, that being said, obviously, our drama department teacher, Kevin Bliss, uh, sometimes... We love him <laughs> so much, but he was an odd man. Um, he was an odd man who also, for a variety of reasons, had memory problems. Yes. So this led to three times me getting cornered and him going, what gender are you? What is your name? What are your pronouns? Like, what should I use for you? And me being like, do you really want to know, Kevin? This is like the third time. Um, in which I would then tell him, I'd be like, it's this. It's I use they, them pronouns. My name is Alex, but you can't use it around my parents. You can't use it around these specific people. And he would just like forget within like three hours. <laughs> Didn't he like give you a DVD about like, what did he give you a DVD about? <laughs> what was it about? Um, it was, it's a DVD entitled, entitled Sex Unknown. Um, it's like a documentary following this person who basically this person had, as a toddler, gotten into a horrific accident, uh, that, like, kind of mutilated their genitals, and their parents and their doctor were like, well, let's just give this person the other set of, uh, genitals via surgery, um, and see how it goes, and the person was really uncomfortable their entire lives. Um, basically, you can look up the DVD if you want a more clear thing. Um, and he, right before he left, gave it to me and was like, I was planning on showing this to my, um, English class during our gender unit, but I ended up not being able to. And as you are an intellectual, smart type of person, I think you could, um, I don't know if find the benefit in this was necessarily like the wording he used, but it was that kind of vibe. He was like, I feel like you would find this interesting. And I was like, thank you, Kevin. I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> as as odd as that encounter is, Kevin, Kevin is, he's, Mr. Bliss is very genuine. He's, he's sweet at heart, but sometimes he just doesn't quite read the room correctly. 
Oh, he is. And when I came out on Facebook, he left a lovely comment on my post. A genuinely lovely, that's not sarcasm. Um, a genuinely lovely comment on my post uh, saying, let's see, saying, I have always respected you, Alex, and admired your strength and independence. I honor your journey exploring who you are and am honored by you sharing your discovery with us. Thank you for your trust. Congratulations, Alex. Yes, that is the fourth time then that I had come out to him, but it was very sweet and very appreciated nonetheless. Yeah, the our, our drama department is... Well, at least the tech side of the drama department has, like, one straight cis person in it. (laughs) And that's how it typically goes in most tech departments, as well as the entire time I was there. I remember entering the department and there being many conversations about how there was only one cis head there. Um, or only like two cishets there, um, and everyone else was queer in some way, shape, or form. I think it's good that, you know, that's kind of going to become our chosen, our chosen path of, of professional jobs, if we can do it, because <laughs> clearly it's this place that both of us will be hopefully safe <laughs> It is, yes, it is largely, there are problems in the industry for a, a, a variety of things. Um, and I'm now planning on becoming more of a teacher. Um, but it is a, it is a typically more progressive in some ways, uh, industry and path than others might be. Yeah. It's very chaotic. It's very fun. It's very gay. (laughs) If I was to describe high school drama in three words, (laughs) (laughs) yeah not like gay in like a weird way just like nobody's straight (laughs) if you could give either younger you advice or just a younger person who is in a similar situation you know knowing that they're queer but also struggling with how to grapple with that and religion what would you say it's okay to be yourself and it's okay to not feel accepted in the spaces that you're in. There are some religious spaces that are very, um, that can be very accepting. And there are others that no matter what you do, it, you'll never quite feel like you're accepted. And that's okay. It's hard. And there's a lot of hard things that go into that. It was not easy leaving Mormonism or undoing uh, or working on undoing all of the trauma and stuff that came from that. But it's in the end better to be who you are and you'll feel better for being who you are than the while few months, few years that it really, really, really sucks trying to um, handle both of those things and be okay with both of those things. And that also it's okay to be, I feel like it's, it's okay to be religious and queer as well. That's something I think that doesn't get focused on a whole lot, but it is okay to be religious and queer if you feel like that's a space that you are able to feel okay in and feel like yourself. What matters most is that you feel like you're being yourself. Thank you. Well, uh, if you want to get a VHS tape of Sex Unknown, it's currently unavailable on Amazon, so sorry to burst your bubble there if you wanted it. Um, <laughs> I think for our fun fact of the day, Michelle, 
should we should we maybe just say hey there's cats in the background of this vi- of of the zoom and we should we should we should tell people their names there's a cat uh, there's a tuxedo cat named Juicebox um and there's a black cat named Jojo and they are best friends and they have been playing in my windowsill and <laughs> on top of the cat tree for the complete duration of this call and at one point I remember we were talking about something serious and you started laughing and I was looking at the screen as because your cat made quite an audible noise jumping on the cat tree <laughs> <laughs> yes they are um, two very silly little boys um, who are absolutely hilarious to just watch. I could spend hours just watching them be stupid. <laughs> I love that. Alrighty, Daddy. And for the thoughts we got of today, the CDC has officially said that if you are vaccinated, you don't really have to wear a mask outside around other vaccinated people and i believe that also extends to inside with other vaccinated people however if you are vaccinated and you still want to wear a mask that's totally okay i know that some people including myself are just a little more comfortable with their masks on but that is officially what the cdc has said recently uh later in this outro we will be very into saying wear your mask because at the time that we recorded this that had not come out yet but if you're not vaccinated please do wear your mask for everyone's safety well thank you again we i i always love it when we have guests it's so much fun um but alas we must leave you so be safe be kind wear your mask Please, for the love of God, wear your mask. Surround yourself with your friends and family. People you love. Yeah. And And remember, remember, the the tiny tiny space potato potato believes believes in you. Find us on Instagram at gen.dir.z. Please reach out if you have any inquiries. Today's episode was brought to you by Bren Bartal and Michelle Leong. Thank you for listening to Gender Z, and we hope you tune in next time.